This is the Verissimus Real Estate Show. I'm Dom Marshall at Connect with Dom across all social platforms. So give me a follow there. Enjoy the good, the bad, and the funny stories from top real estate agents, small to large investors, wholesalers and flippers too, from across the nation. We'll get into personal and verissimus real estate stories. Verissimus means real. We're gonna get into the real stories to inspire you to learn and to laugh along. The goal of this show is to provide value and give you successful and replicable strategies to help grow your business and the potholes to avoid too. We're gonna to cover marketing channels, personal branding, sphere building, investing, agent attraction, talent acquisition, new technologies and automations, sales tips, and much, much more. So do one thing for me, please. If you get any value, any little nugget from this show today, please like, comment, and subscribe and let me know your thoughts. We've put a lot of work into this, so please like, comment, and subscribe. And without further ado, let's get into the show. All right, so I'm super excited today. We have Nancy Powell on interviewing today, and I'm gonna give you a little bit of background about Nancy and why you must, must, must listen to this interview here. So. At age 18, Nancy began her real estate career super early. She joined Powell and Associates, which was founded by her mother, Marcine. And during that time, Nancy was the president of the Chamber of Commerce, member of the Historic Preservation Board, president of the Classic South Board of Realtors, and state director with the Georgia Association of Realtors. So if you need any more credibility, I don't think you're going to get it. Nancy also earned a degree from Augusta University in <laughs> history and political science, stepped into politics for seven years, <laughs> running local and regional polit political campaigns, and then returned to real estate to follow her passion uh, full time. So I've kind of done the heavy lifting for you there, Nancy, but <laughs> nobody knows Nancy better than Nancy. So if you would go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, thank you for having me on today. Um, um, like he said, I'm Nancy Powell. I am the um, broker and CEO of um, or of Powell and Associates. Like he said, uh, second generation of this company, women woman owned. So I have that edge, I guess. Um, I am um, coming to you from the wonderful southern united states uh, specifically georgia and um i cover it in my real estate business i cover i'm licensed in both georgia and south carolina so um we augusta is right on the border with south carolina so it's just a natural um progression and we have specifically an area that um, is called the central savannah river area or csra so I focus mainly on that. Um, I am currently branching out towards the um, Atlanta area, maybe you know, kind of south of southeast of Atlanta, um, with a couple of my um, agents. But for the most part, I'm here in Augusta, Georgia, which is mostly known for the Masters. Um, 
but we have so much more to offer here and um, the things that are coming for the future. I'm so excited about and excited about being able to um, use my knowledge to help people as this whole area grows and um, takes off and develops into a great place to live and a great place to work and a great place to play to. So um, I thank you for having me. <laughs> First of all, I love the Southern accent. It makes me feel <laughs> at home. I'm from, for anyone watching, I'm from a small town in England. It's kind of a country rural town of about four or 5,000 people. And I would say we're the equivalent of, you know, this, Although it's Northern England, it's kind of like the South is London, which is kind of like New York. The North is more like the South. Um, right. The United States. So um, you get that, you know, warm, welcoming feeling. So. Hospitality. Yeah. yeah right. Southern hospitality and good, yeah. food, good food, too. Um, but you probably have like hot tea where we have sweet tea. Yeah, hot tea. Actually. <laughs> yeah, I was down in North Carolina recently, unfortunately, for an eviction. Um, but I went. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I know. Um, I went to a barbecue spot and um, got a sweet tea. It's the best sweet tea of my life. Unbelievable. Um, it's a secret to it, believe it or not. I mean, you can't have too, too sweet tea. So, it, you know, it can be syrupy and then that's bad. But, you know, if it's the right amount of sugar and tea is so good. Secret sauce. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how to make that special recipe, but other people that I know do. So I let them make it and I just drink it. <laughs> I love it. So how can you, just to preface before we get digging a little bit deeper, how okay. can you help our audience of whether that's realtors, investors, or just someone wanting to get into real estate in general? Um, what I bring to the table is a very diverse, um, a lot of realtors tend to, um, from the, from the realtor side, a lot of realtors tend to focus in on a, a main area or a main type of, you know, either they represent sellers, they represent buyers, um, they, you know, or they just do investment property, or maybe they got their license so they could build their portfolio. Um, but um, I started, Powell & Associates originally was formed in Lincoln, Georgia, which is a really, really small town. We only have three red lights. So um, and then now I'm in Augusta, Georgia, so which is like the largest, this third largest city in the state. So it's pretty big. So big, um, big leap there. But being in a small town, you had to know how to do all parts of real estate, whether it be representing a buyer, a seller, um, investment, commercial, whatever. So, um, I was fortunate enough to be able to learn early on all the aspects that are involved as far as, you know, being a realtor, being licensed, being um, just part of, you know, the community. And so I was very fortunate to that. I believe I can bring that to um, whether you're buying, you're selling, you're looking at investing. Um, I love to do commercial too. I do 
land out in the country. I do lake property. I just, I have a very long, I've been in this 20 plus years and I'm stopping there. I'm never going to tell anybody. I'm just always say 20 plus years, but, um, and so I like got into it when I was six. So I'm just kidding, but, um, you know, having that much is, and it's not, I know a lot of realtors say, well, I've been in this for so-and-so and I know everything. No, I've been in this for 20 years and I haven't stopped learning. And yep. that's the difference. You know, you always have to open yourself up to um, learn from things and build upon what knowledge you already have. But at the same time, um, you know, most of the reasons why people come to you to help them in real estate is their lack of knowledge or what the process is. And I've got that pretty, <laughs> yeah, the process down pretty good um, for doing, you know, doing it so long. And um, so, you know, that just that diverse knowledge that I can bring um, and not just in the real estate industry itself, but the area that I'm working in, um, you know, I've always been involved in community things, not just industry specific um, organizations. So I know I like to input myself in as many boards or whatever as I can in different sectors of the community. That way I can um, have that little bit of extra knowledge that might help my buyer or seller you know, whether they're buying or they're selling or that investor, you know, if I know that a, if I've been in a community development meeting and I know that somebody, you know, we've got a big or a um, industrial development meeting and I know that we've got some big, you know, industry or something that's going to be in the area that's going to help my investors because with, you know, adding jobs, then they're going to want to provide housing and things like that. So, um, you know, I think that's another aspect um, of what I bring to the table for um, everyone is, you know, diverse, not just industry specific, but um, real estate or community specific. So, yeah. So kind of for realtors or yourself, you know, or your team, there's no transaction that you probably haven't been a part of at this point in your career. So there's a lot of nuances and different types of transactions and you've been there, you've seen it. So you can support your own team. You can support yourself in making sure you get that transaction over the finish line for realtors that, you know, maybe aren't getting that support from their broker or from their team lead or, or whoever in general, they can go to someone like Nancy and get that help maybe absolutely yeah and then I help I mean there's a lot of agents that um they may be part of the other transaction with me and um and they might not have a very supportive broker or a mentor or somebody that they um feel comfortable going to but they I don't know if they recognize um the wealth of knowledge that I have, you know, just by encountering each other, knowing who I am. So I have a lot of agents from other brokerages that call me and ask me for (laughs) help. And I don't, you know, I really don't mind, you know, helping them here and there. And I enjoy, I 
enjoy mentoring. I think some older realtors don't want to do that because, um, you know, they're like, I put in all this hard work. I'm not going to share my secret. But um, by sharing what I know to them, that's only going to help me in the long run as well. I see it as a win-win situation and not I'm giving away this little tight-knit secret that nobody else knows. You know, I'm helping um, newer agents that get in, you know, be more knowledgeable to help the industry as a whole, which as a realtor, you should be concerned with as well. And, um, you know, and helping the community and, you know, things like that. And hopefully they'll say, well, I probably need to go and be with Nancy because <laughs> I'm not getting what I need and I'm having to pay a ton of money to this Maybe. broker. Me, Nancy, that's the scarcity mindset versus the abundance mindset. And I feel mm -hmm. like the scarcity mindset is um, self-serving and depreciating. Um, for me, having the abundance mindset is what builds a community. And mm -hmm. also, and I think you've said this to me, it must have been a few months ago, is even being a mentor yourself um, with newer agents or more seasoned agents, and you mentioned this earlier, is you can always learn something from them too. So oh, having, absolutely. Having that every day. Yeah, there's there's always something there to be learned. Um, there is a saying, and I'm not sure who says it, but you know, Southerners like to say sayings. Um, the day you start learning is of the day you stop learning is the day you die, and that is 100% true because um, I was having supper with a friend last night and. I told her something now she's considerably younger than I am, but I told her something that she <laughs> had no idea of. And, um, you know, so I was able to teach her something and I think she told me something and I didn't know about it. So it's just, you know, and real estate is all about your interactions with people, whether it's your um, colleagues or the people that you're serving and representing so it's all about relationships and it's all about learning from one another and being open and not being cut off from um only what you believe is the right way you have to be open you have to listen and if you listen a lot of times you learn so um so yeah i'm i will forever be learning if i could go to school and get paid for it if i could go back to college and get paid for it like big money like i do in real estate i would do it in a heartbeat so it's yeah. very very important to me and then on the investor side of things because mm -hmm. you're so involved in community and on boards and you know you're kind of ahead of the curve of what's going on in your local community meaning that's strategic <laughs> That's a strategy that, you know, yeah. So there's a but lot. Of, go ahead. I I was just gonna say, you know, um, I've often, you know, when I'm searching for property, they'll tell me what kind of investment they want to make, whether whether it's single family, multi-family, whatever, and um, you know by having that 
knowledge before anybody else. I know exactly what areas they need to focus on, what's going to make them the most money, um, have, you know, long-term because an investment should never be short-term um, unless it's a different kind of investment. But anyway, <laughs> um, but those long-term investments, you know, if you know that this is coming in two years, this is coming in five years, this is coming in 10 years, then, you know, it it puts me in a position of being um, not really, I mean, you know, just being their go-to and making sure that, it, again, it's one of those, I'm taking care of them. So, <laughs> you know, it'll come back to you, you know, twofold or threefold or whatever um, down the road. And those the investor clients are my favorite because we do have a, Close, that close um, relationship with each other. Um, they depend on me for my knowledge and um, the market and everything. And um, then I appreciate them because they're investing back in the community and, you know, making sure that even though it's a rental, it stays in good condition and things like that. So, you know, investors are one of my three favorite types <laughs> of clients, the other two being buyers and sellers, which is all three of them. But anyway, <laughs> um, I but we do have a special relationship. And I think it's because of the um, involvement that I have with everything and being able to look into the future, if you will, where some may not be able to. They don't, they're kind of blind to what's coming. Well, you know, being from a small town, you know, everything yeah. and everything that's coming, hopefully. So, you know, that I kind of bring that to the table too. Yeah. So let's, let's move on to the first question to dive a little bit deeper into who Nancy mm -hmm. is and how you got started. Um, touched on it a little bit, but let's. Necessity. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, this, well, um, this, yeah. This, the is the softball question to start. It's it's what got you into real estate? Um, <clears throat> well, I started out in my mother's brokerage just as a teenager working and doing like assistant type stuff in between going to college and everything. So, <clears throat> but then as I got more involved and more into the day-to-day -day and saw exactly what was going on and what she did is like, you know, I think I was born to do this. And, <laughs> and, you know, I thought, well, what a great job. You get to go ride and take people to see these great properties. You get to tell them about the, your community, you get to meet new people, you know, learn new things about new people from that, you know, I've dealt with a lot of, um, clients that aren't from this area so sometimes I get to share the south with them sometimes I get to share America with them <laughs> it's literally gone international um so you know it's I just being in it on a daily basis and really getting in involved in what she did for people is like you know, this, this is pretty cool. And I would have fun doing it instead of, you know, just doing a job that you do just to, I can make lots of money and have fun. So, um, 
it was just a and plus being her assistant you know how crucial it is to be licensed so you can help the most that you can so um that's how you know she pretty much said you think you want to go get your license i said yep so <laughs> i went and got it and then i um several years later i got my broker's license and here we are today awesome so i think i think because you started in you know you had the family business and you had that personal family touch from what i see from the outside looking in that's your um culture within your business and your team is and it's probably why you're such a great mentor is because that's the way that you were taught and you learned real estate and that's your mm -hmm. philosophy to pass it on to absolutely yeah that's that's amazing so it's almost like you're it's almost it is that familial um kind of background it's almost um a duty yeah, you know, that is my responsibility to and, you know, to to help others and, you know, real estate. And I'm excited about, you know, like if we'll, you know, we can bring EXP into it. I'm excited about being able to um, have the platform with EXP to be able to share my knowledge and help others you know more in a you know in a wider more vast scale than just being local to the area um so i'm really excited about that and helping shape some of the realtors of tomorrow but um you know yeah i definitely think it's more of a responsibility and a duty to to do this for the industry for my for my community and you know when i'm 70 or 80 years old i mean i i want to have a huge portfolio <laughs> i want to have a huge bank account so um, i want my community to do well so then that you know i can have investments myself and whatever so um yeah i think it's it's and i you know like i said i love I love helping people, whether I'm helping them buy something or whether I'm helping them grow their own career, their their own business, their own um, identity as a, you know, as an agent, no matter what it is. I, you know, I think that basic of always enjoying helping others is probably a key component to it. Yeah, that's a great segue, actually, into my next question for you here is tell me about your first ever buyer or seller whatever it is first ever real estate transaction um well um it wasn't very big <laughs> it wasn't a million dollar transaction um it was very small um i was able to the my very first transaction was with actually with a first time home buyer and that's probably why a lot of times they're my favorites too because i can again that helping aspect comes into you know first time home buyers are really um dependent on the knowledge that i have um because they've never done this before and they're 
investing a large amount of money into, um, you know, something that they'll have for years to come. So, um, you know, it's a big responsibility. So, but I, you know, I took it on and enjoyed it. Um, they were looking for land to build on actually. So, um, we were able, I was able to find them a couple of, um, it was a young, young couple, but they had, you know, they had resources to go ahead and, and build a home. Um, and I was able to find them a few acres, which is, a, you know, I know some people listen in here and think, wow, a few acres, but that's really not a lot when you grow up in the country, you know, it's like, oh, you only have two acres, but <laughs> Um, well, I have 20, but, um, but anyway, it was a, just a small lot. And, and then my knowledge in the community came in from knowing which builders were the best in the area to use for them, you know, that easy to work with and have the same, um, core beliefs and values that I did about customer service and, um, you know, making sure that, you know, they, your client or customer feels like they're always in the forefront of your thoughts and, you know, making sure that they're taken care of. So, um, that was, that was a fun one. Uh, I learned right along with them and, um, I think they are on their fourth house now, I think fourth or fifth but anyway <laughs> we've kind of we kind of grew together so that's you know that was that was a great experience and um I did have a great mentor and my mother holding my hand the whole way so I won't say that I'm a superstar and just knew everything to do because I was like you know uh, but I had that background and I had that somebody I could lean on to you know make sure that my clients got the best service and got the best deal and things like that. And I've just evolved from that there, I guess. Yeah. And that's probably why they've stayed with you for so many years is because you were taking care of them first and not necessarily mm -hmm. thinking about, you know, what's my commission on this deal. And then what's, well, my, yeah. what's my next deal and focusing on the next deal before you've serviced your current clients. So, you know, that's it. That's and that's my, that's one of my philosophies too, is, Never be in a position where um, you're more worried whether or not, you know, whether it be like you got to got to sell this <laughs> to make your mortgage, to make your mortgage payment or whatever, you know, try really hard not to ever be put in that position because then it becomes self-interested. It does. And I, you know, I don't, I'm not in I, I'm in real estate to make money. And I know that, you know, is our, you know, over arching what people think that, you know, we just roll, we're just rolling in money all the time if you're a real estate agent, but we're not, <laughs> but well, some are, but anyway, if, um, but I think, you know, being, I love to make money, but even more than that, I like to see other people happy because of, you know, I like to know at the end of the day that I have made them um, add a stepping uh, stone into building their future um, as well. 
as building mine at the same time. So it's just that continuous learning, that continuous growth. I kind of look at every situation that way. You know, how can I grow from here? What can I take away from this? Um, so your commission is definitely is your attitude. <laughs> the commission, y'all, your commission is a byproduct of the service that y'all provide in, and it shouldn't be the other way around. Right. And by doing by having that philosophy that you know that's created the success I have so it kind of comes whether you do it or not um and you know I think it probably exponentially gets bigger for me because I am putting them first before any other interest that I have so um and that's you know that's important to me um coming from a small town your name is everything your reputation is there I don't well it doesn't matter where you're from really but you really get that not you know you learn that growing up is that you know you're you need to be respectable you need to be you know it's all about your name and um how you present yourself to people and so you know I like that with my name comes you know she really helped me it was a really difficult transaction or you know oh my gosh I was so nervous buying my first house but she made it seem you know seamless and easy and you know things like that real that's that's worth in the grand scheme of things that's worth more than money to me so yeah so from that first transaction to where you are now what's Nancy Powell's blueprint to get to where you are now um be assertive take charge of your own um I think it's real easy to kind of mimic or um you know kind of follow somebody else if I was you know when I was younger um and I can see younger agents or whatever getting involved in this and saying well I like the way they do this but um there are so many agents in all over the world but you know in in every area now that you really have to be unique so um and you really have to find what your strength is to you know in the area so my blueprint is always um looking being ahead of the curve like you said earlier being ahead as far as you no know, having knowledge of the community by being in, involved you know my blueprint for myself and for others is to always um be in the know for you know whatever's happening um and then the learning aspect again you know always be open to it don't ever get comfortable where you are and that's been that's been my blueprint print from the beginning <laughs> you know once you start getting comfortable and getting kind of set that's you know that's when you cease to grow and in your business and in your you know in your overall life but in your business that's when you cease to grow so I'm always open to new things um I'm a calculated risk kind of person I like to take risks but I need to make sure that I'm gonna get some kind of benefit out of them first but um 
I never get comfortable. I never turn down something because I'm scared. I don't know how to do it. Or um, I think it's beyond my scope or either, you know, beyond what I, you know, beyond what I can do. I've always, you know, always just taking the bull by the horns, I guess, and just getting it done and learning from it and then everybody else that comes after. So, um, you know, and I think that's, especially with newer agents, um, that's, don't get comfortable is probably the mid to um, older agents, you know, that have been in it a little while and have been successful, but then they get comfortable where they are. But um, with new agents or people just getting in the business for a couple of years or whatever, I would never, um, if I knew them, what I, <laughs> what I know now, I would be dangerous. Nobody else would even sell real estate in this area. <laughs> that's, 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 um, actually, before you go into that, that actually leads mm -hmm. to my next question. And just, okay. to, just to touch on quickly, what, what you kind of uh, mentioned there is you can't move forward without friction. So mm -hmm. you want that friction to be your driving force to propel you forward and don't be afraid yeah. of it. Yeah, don't one of the don't ever be afraid of it. Yeah. One of the key aspects I'm hearing is to be a big part of your community and understand the trends that are going on. So with all that knowledge you have now, and you were going to touch on this in, in it just previously, if you had to start from scratch, what would your first step be and how would someone that's looking at you Nancy and saying well Nancy's on so many boards she's done this she's she's had the backing of her parents uh, our mother um how do how do I do that how do how do I get started getting involved in my community and I guess you know, it's what very you easy <laughs> you know um start volunteering it's very easy it's very simple just go to um, anything really. Um, you know, you'll learn as you grow in your business that um, you can get more specific with what areas you serve in. Um, and there again, I don't serve. I don't serve and on those boards just so I can be in the know. Although that is very important to me but there's that helping aspect again you know volunteering is you know there nobody will turn down a volunteer <laughs> and you know they're so hard to find and it's so hard to get people to give up their time and do a selfless act for others that you know just because we get so caught up in our day-to-day -day life that it's hard but um you know, it's real easy to reach out and, you know, what are, what are your outside interests? What, what else do you like to do? Um, do you like, for example, do you like, um, have you worked in a soup kitchen or helping the homeless, you know, um, get involved with that board. And then you're the key in connection for that community with any kind of grants or, um, you know, any kind of funding for any kind of, um, you know, government assisted buying or, you know, helping people get off their feet or 
whatever or helping out you know I'm currently part of a board that um they they're run through the county but they are specifically grant funded so um but they've gotten several grants and they're kicking off to help the homeless situation they're you know doing a lot of development to really um create spaces for homeless people to um be able to have a roof over their head but at the same time be able to better themselves as well and kind of get out of that situation and into one that's more more positive and more um uplifting for them so you know um so that that's just one thing you know if you've ever done that before i mean get more involved and um the arts in your community um chambers of course um any kind of board really is going to kind of put you ahead in some way shape or form um of what just people that just you know live their life and do their work do because you just you just by nature you pick up that knowledge and you know somebody at the board meeting may be talking about something completely unrelated to what y'all are meeting about you know as far as whether y'all network before or after and you know it's always being open and listening to other people and taking away something from every experience that's really important so um you know just find what you like you know some outside interest that you like to do first and then you know find some kind of board that goes along with that and get involved and trust me when one board or organization learns that you enjoy volunteering others will ask you and it just kind of grows then you get voluntold instead of volunteering and in other words they tell you you're going to be on this board so and that that kind of comes with it but you know it's really a good it's a way to present yourself in a well-rounded way to you know in the business world and in the community so let's let's have a little fun with this let's say we take a private nice private jet from augusta to knoxville <laughs> just across and it's me and you nancy and we get dropped off in knoxville tennessee what would be the first thing you tell me to do how do i reach out let's let's use the the homeless board mm -hmm. for example what are my tangible steps how do i reach out how do i develop that relationship and then once I've developed it, how does that start to transition into new business? So what would, um, you, what would you tell me to do? I would say let's Google local homeless shelters and um, or we have a lot of um, here we have a lot of food organizations that, you know, have items that the the homeless and others can go and get um the you know garden we have a big you know gardens and stuff like that that volunteers can come and work in the garden that is actually right in the middle of the city but it's kind of fun but um I'd say let's let's google it let's see what homeless shelters or any kind of um organization that is specifically um helping the homeless specific and go there and the people that you see that are volunteering ask them how can i get involved it's it's really not hard 
<laughs> it's really not that hard. And, you know, because, you know, if if they are of the same mentality, which they probably will be because they are um, have that servant's heart, you know, they'll be excited for you to be able to join them and take part in that and um, welcome you in. And, you know, you just have to, you know, go out there and just be assertive and, you know, find where you need to go. Um, go there, find out who's the one in charge that makes decisions and ask them, how do you get involved? Mm-hmm. And then um, once you do get involved, that those relationships are set. And so when it comes up in a board and a county board meeting for the you know commission or the city with the mayor they're like well who could help us secure some land to do this different kind of shelter for the homeless oh well doesn't dom isn't dom really involved in all that and doesn't isn't he a, a real estate agent as well and you're the first one they think of Hopefully, unless there's another one on (laughs) that does the same thing you do. Um, But, you know, I mean, you you stay top of mind in, you know, in different areas. And I would say diversify that, too. Don't get pigeonholed into one specific thing. You know, stay open to everything that you think you would enjoy, you know, being a part of and um, helping with. But that's how that progresses in Knoxville. But, you know, I would say stay away from the University of Tennessee. So, well, it's not in, you know, just guess football in Georgia. But anyway, well, I digress. Um, You know, that's, it's really, it's really that easy. Just find out where to go. Ask if you, you know, find out who's in charge. Ask them how you can get involved. They'll tell you because they need help. Um, And then you get involved. And then the more you're involved, now it's not an instantaneous thing. So, you know, it does take time and patience and work. But that work you put in will pay off. I promise you. And let's do then the flip side of that. Because that's delayed gratification. That's given to receive um, Mm -hmm. without expectation, of course. Um, Mm -hmm. What's a more instantaneous way to get my business rolling in Knoxville? Networking, Um, you know, kind of seek out where am I? um, That's why I focus heavily on chambers. Now I'm the um, chair of the ambassador board here with the Augusta Metro Chamber, which is a very large chamber. Um, But they are open for all businesses and um, the need for a house or, I mean, everybody knows somebody that's looking for something. And, you know, as far as real estate, whether it's land, you know, second home, first home, whatever. And so, and chambers are great at holding those networking events. So, you know, you can really get to meet the business people of the community, usually small businesses, because the chamber, while they, you know, do um, cooperate with the larger industries, they also 
cover a, you know, a large majority of the small businesses in the area. And those small businesses are going to be the ones that know what's going on in the community or, um, you know, they have those connections. They've got people coming in their business where they learn of somebody needing something. So, you know, I would say go to a networking event and start talking, passing out your card and, you know, build those relationships with people within those, in those organizations like that, that put a whole um, sector of people at your fingertips at one time for a couple of hours. Um, you know, usually they're fun. So, you know, they have food and drink and, you know, it's a lot of fun. So it's not like it's some hard task to go and do it and just put yourself out there and hand out your card or do whatever and say, you know, I'd love to be able to help you out if you ever have anything, if you've got anybody else um, that you know that's interested. Um, at the same time, it can't be a one-touch thing either. Um, you know, I think making sure that you stay involved in those networking, maybe one day go in your downtown corridor and go business to business and introduce yourself and say, hey, I'm new here and uh, just want to introduce myself if I can ever be of any help to you and just make sure that, you know, you're out in the forefront and people know of um, know of you and know what you can provide. And, um, you know, that's, it's that whole top of mind thing. Um, this, is, this, is, this is super valuable because I feel like a lot of different agents of brokers are encouraging more of the go direct to specific owners, do direct mail campaigns, do cold calling, all of the above. Does it work? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But your kind of approach, which you you should be omnipresent, you should do it all with my mm -hmm. oh, well, yeah. you're creating networks of people that are already within the community that already have large networks. You're tapping into that by developing a relationship with pre-existing networks and mm -hmm. just asking, how can I be of service? Yeah. And stay on top of mind. So I think that is because it's delayed gratification and you don't know what's going to come out of it, a lot of people probably aren't doing that. There's probably very few. That could be a yeah. piece that's being missed largely by a lot of realtors and even a lot of Well, don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that is a, you know, I mean, why wouldn't this, this business is one of the largest um, industries completely dependent on relationship building. I mean, it, it really is whether you're cold calling and building that relationship on the phone or you're doing um, mailers and introducing yourself to a specific subdivision or area or whatever. Um, and then, you know, sometimes you go in the whole neighborhood and knock on doors and, you know, it's it's completely building relationships and that's how you make a living. And it's the skill of being able to do that. Um, and, you know. It, but I do think that because it's that delayed, I think that's a, 
lot of times why younger realtors get so discouraged in the beginning and they're like, oh, I've had my license for six months and I hadn't had my first sale. Well, that's okay. <laughs> It'll come, you know, don't get discouraged. And, you know, you got so many realtors that just drop out after so many years because they don't understand why it's not coming to them. And it's because, um, well, they may need to change some of their, you know, techniques as far as working and um, networking and getting involved in stuff. But it's, you know, a lot of times it's not instantaneous and you really have to work at it. And I think um, having a mentor like me or someone like me that can say, that can encourage them because they need to be encouraged, but at the same time, you know, tell them um, you don't need to be, you know, it's going to take time. It's going to take work. It is, but once, but trust me, once it starts building, it builds upon itself because once you um, do an amazing job for your first client, then your first client's going to tell your second client that comes to you because they said, oh my gosh, you got to go use so-and-so. Um, so, you know, be patient. I think that's a, you know, and that's a hard thing for a young professional to do if they're younger getting their license um, is to be patient. And, you know, there is that um, monetary factor because you need money to survive. So um, it can get discouraging, but I think it's important to have a mentor or somebody you can call to say, you know, keep going. You're doing great you know, and maybe give you a few tips along the way, you know, somebody you can bounce things off of and be able to say, what else could I do? And have somebody that you, you know, have somebody that you can go to and say, I need to do, what else could I do? Yeah, and, I think a key point there, Nancy, is there's a lot of, you know, quote unquote, real estate coaches and mentors <laughs> out there. What I would say is really take a deeper look there because would you want a nutritionist that isn't healthy? Would you want a gym instructor that doesn't go to the gym? And I could go on and on. Would you want a football coach that coaches baseball? Yeah. You want to seek out a mentor relationship or a coach of someone that's been in the business, number one. Two, is still active in the business. And yeah. Three, and is willing to provide and be open to have those communications with you. So that's why I love that you're on today is because Nancy hits all of those three. So if you did want to reach out to Nancy at the end of this interview, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know how you can reach out to Nancy. But to move on, what is your vision for 2023? Business vision. To have my own empire i'm just playing um <laughs> I, I, I think i already have a small empire but um to grow that empire to grow that business to um it's all you know it's always always be learning always be growing you know it's always it's always about being a better version of what you were yesterday today um so 2023 is all about that is about you know 
building upon what I've already done and um, fine tuning my skills and my skill set and making sure that, you know, um, this industry is really transforming. EXP is the prime example um, of a very technological aspect, uh, a very technological world of, you know, cloud-based systems, which are great. Um, it helps streamline everything. I think that's one of the best things that came out of the pandemic for me was to realize that, um, you know, there's more than one way to do this. And I can be, I can, you know, I'm flexible enough to do it the old way if the client wants or the new way. If, you know, if I've got a younger client that's like, well, can't you just send it to me on my phone so I can sign it? You know, why do I have to come down there to meet you? So it's, you know, always, you know, so I think I approach every year um, as, you know, making sure that I'm on top of the newest um, way to make my business better. And technology is certainly one of them because it gets rid of um, having that technology. And especially with what I like about that, love about the XP model actually is that um, all of the, it allows me to do my job instead of working about what, I mean, I can build my business while you know, still being, you know, very active and is, you know, and that's probably a big thing coming from an independent brokerage, which I've been a part of my entire real estate career, um, small brokerage um, to EXP is, um, that's what really swayed me is that um, you take away some of the I get to do the fun part of what my job is and not have to worry about the um, the keeping up, you know, doing, making sure the attorney has everything they need for a closing or whatever, or, you know, a lender or um, things like that. I get to get out there, build my business, build my network of clients. You know, I get to really get down to what I do instead of having to worry about all the technical stuff, if you will. So, um, and I can do that here from my house and not have to be in the same building <laughs> with whoever's helping me with that transaction or whatever. So, um, you know, the cloud-based technology is just wonderful. So, um, you know, I, that's my 2023 is to transition into really getting into what I enjoy doing and that's helping people um, building you know building my business connections building my networks um, I would love to do a deal where I you know I don't know help somebody in Australia or something I don't know um, <laughs> I just think it would be you know I've I'm a very big thinker, so I like to think big. Now, do I think all of what my thoughts are going to happen in 2023? Probably not, but some of them will. Um, and as long as some of them do, I'm happy. Um, but just growing, you know, 
my 2023, I really am excited because I'm starting out the year um, by joining EXP, by, you know, being able to come on board and kind of show every, you know, show everybody this is what, this is what I can do. <laughs> and um, really being able to have that network and be able to um, bring in other agents and help other agents from a much bigger network of realtors than locally, I guess is, you know, so that's what I'm looking forward to a lot. And, you know, really building upon that, um, the stock options and the, um, you know, pass, well, yeah, passive income and things like that. That's taken, that's taken my personal business to the next level by having multiple streams of income more than just um, what I do. So, you know, it, I'm excited about building on that and getting really start, really heavily involved in doing that aspect and um, hoping to get to mentor other agents and be their cheerleader and, you know, tell them it's okay if, you know, somebody walked out on a deal because 2023 in some areas is going to be tough. Yeah. Um, I'm so fortunate enough that my area is not one of them <laughs> per um, economic forecast um, out there. Um, but, you know, it is going to be tough for some people in this industry so um I've been there before because I've been through well really eight through ten 2008 through ten so um I've been there before so I know how hard it can be but um you get you know I'm I'm excited about being able to encourage others whether they're you know doing great or whether they're struggling um you know just being able to bring my knowledge to them and hopefully I'll learn something from them too. So to unpack that a little bit and to be careful myself of making this a promotional piece for EXP, but you just like with being on boards, chamber of commerce, et cetera, and seeing the trends of tomorrow. And after a lot mm -hmm. of conversations with EXP and being an independent broker for decades and making that switch, um, what I'm hearing is a few of the benefits there is one, removing the broker liability and pushing that off to EXP. The technology number two, which you can focus on what you do best, which is growing and expanding your business through production. The third thing is, you know, the multiple streams of income with revenue share, where not only can you benefit from revenue share by attracting other agents and independent brokers about all the benefits of EXP um, and why you should make that switch, but also anybody that does and works with you personally, Nancy, you can not only pass on all your knowledge and experience and expertise, but you can allow them and help them to grow their business within your business um, where everybody's incentivized. So right. it's really a model of the future where you cannot, you don't limit the people on your team in fact you're incentivized to help them grow to their full potential a lot of teams you get on and you're kind of capped where you're at you go maybe you go yeah. and start your own brokerage and 
grow your own team and it's a self-perpetual circle because then you get the high producers, the people that are thinking big on your team and ultimately they leave you and replicate and go off on their own with bring them on. And now you're part of a bigger organization than yourself where my incentivization is to help you become not only the best agent production wise and give you all my knowledge, but to grow your business too. Mm -hmm. And I believe only one in five agents actually actively make the revenue share agent attraction a part of their business, meaning most four out of five come for the model itself, aside from the revenue share. The revenue share is kind of the cherry on the top. But specifically, specifically (laughs) for independent brokers, I think one of the key things is uh, moving aside um, the nitty gritty of the broker liability and those fun things and focusing on the business um, yourself. It really is. Yeah. Um, but with and more that, and more agents are want, you know, they're looking for that model of um, how can I give up the least amount of my money <laughs> to somebody right. else to help me do this, whether it be if you're an independent broker, you know, I'm because I'm having to do all the promotional um or, you know, all the business stuff too to the day to day, you know, that takes away from my time of being productive all the time. And so, you know, it's costing, it's coming off of my bottom line of what I'm actually realizing as far as um, income. So um, by taking that away, it's freeing up time to make me, you know, like you said, production and allowing me to make more income. And um, I think a lot of agents today are looking for models like that. And um, so I'm excited about being able to tell them there's something out there and you can make, you know, <laughs> it, 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 you know, really is that win-win situation again. It, you know, and I think that's at the end of the day, maybe that's not just where our industry is going maybe that's the way a business for tomorrow is you know mutually beneficial um circumstances where everybody you know is happy with the results um do i think there'll still be sharks out there of course i do but you know maybe it's gonna maybe the world's gonna get to be a little bit better place (laughs) The model sells itself, but it's very important to be part of an organization and a team of, you know, that that fits your values and your goals and you mm-hmm. can align with them and learn from them. So it's not apples to apples. If you're just making a switch like that just for the model itself, great. But you want to be part of an organization that's going to help you thrive too. So it's, it's a lot right. more than just doing it. And it takes time and a lot of conversations. Um, but I would always encourage everyone to look at multiple models, see what's the best fit for you, mm-hmm. get a feel of who you're going to be working with and what, what value they can provide. So whether that's the XP or any brokerage, I'll go in independent. Um, you know, you got to weigh up um, pros and cons of everything and then make a decision um exactly so i'm not just encouraging the xp itself but go and look out and you know like you said always be learning expand your knowledge and you know whatever makes most sense you know go ahead and attack it um i would uh, without being salesy 
for EXP, I would argue that um, where, you know, the education aspect, the webinars, the whatever, that EXP has just a vast library of information that you can tap into, um, along with the mentoring that they, you know, have in place of different, you know, with different um, people within the organization and stuff um, kind of sets it apart from um, you may have a brokerage that, you know, like I think there's one like one percent brokerage or something where are um, a couple of others out there that only keep they I mean, like, you, you know, they'll advertise you get to keep 100 percent of your commission. But um, what are you losing for keeping that 100% commission, whereas with EXP, you're not losing anything. Um, you know, you'll end up making, you know, a good money and being successful and building your empire while um, while getting the benefit of get, having that knowledge, getting that knowledge constantly, um, building those networks, you know, things like that. Whereas those other companies kind of don't offer that. Um, yeah. that's why I've never, I've always stayed independent because, uh, but you know, this is the first company that I actually considered. Culture Maybe is a culture. Yeah, culture is it a is. Culture is a huge piece. And I come from an athletic sports background. So, you know, it, it, it it can only take one bad apple in a team to bring the whole team down. And if you don't control your culture, then, you know, that, that can happen inadvertently. Um, mm -hmm. Coming across from having your own culture as, as an independent, what other, I guess, what other brokerages did you look at and why did you fall on EXP? I, my assumption is because they allow you to run your business and have your own culture the way you'd like to have it and not be boxed into this is the checklist of everything you must do. And this is, you know, do you kind of understand where I'm going? Yes. Um, well, going back to what I said is EXP being the only one I did consider was just that I've never really looked into going at, you know, leaving independent brokerage to, because I always saw it as being, um, giving my business and my name that's been built over several decades, meaning Powell and Associates, you know, I'm allowed to still have Powell and Associates while letting EXP as a umbrella handle the brokerage part of it but I still get to be what my business is and um it's more of a partnership than a you know really than me putting my license with them and giving up who I am um it's more of a you know hey let's partner together um we'll handle this for you and you go work and and meet people and do things and you know make build your business so it just you know it allows me to be able to do that and I I haven't really seen any other brokerage be able to offer that it's always paying you know you're giving up 
all your money to pay uh, the regional, the or the local, the regional, whatever. I don't know how all of them are set up. I've never really looked that hard at them, but um, I just knew I always saw a. I've always seen agents. They the turnover in those um, companies is huge, and yeah. a lot of the brokerages the turnover is because they get dissatisfied. They see all the work they're having to do and, you know, they're not reaping the benefits to the extent that um, EXP is offering. Um, you get to be your, you get to be as, you know, you get to be your own, build your own culture, build your own business while being part of, a, a company or organization or brokerage that um, is very forward thinking, um, is very um, ahead of the curve. And as far as technology and different ways of doing businesses and, you know, models. So you get the best of both worlds um, really without losing anything. So let's let's move on from that. Let's get into some quick fire questions and then we'll wrap it up. How, okay. How our audience can reach you. Um, are you ready? Mm, yeah. Is it one answer questions? One, one word or short form quick fire. Okay. Answers. So best business or real estate book. Uh, best business or real estate book. Mm -hmm. uh, oh my gosh the art of the deal system or software you can't live without a system i can't live without system you say? a system or a software you can't live without oh my phone <laughs> uh, I have to be able to communicate. <laughs> I cannot live without that. Although that's my downfall a lot of times too. So, yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> the good with the bad. I, I can work. I can work through any system. You know, I'm not that dependent. But I've got to be able to access whatever new system is out there. So, my phone is the most important thing. Biggest mistake you've made in real estate? Um, letting a transaction get too personal. That's great. Quick. Oh, what's your superpower? Mm, my charm. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's a great way to wrap it up. So, Nancy, thank you so much for taking. Thank the time you. This. I think this was fun. There's a lot more to unpack there, so we'll have to get you back on sometime soon. But how, how do people contact you, find you, or follow you? And um, if you don't want to give that out here. We can give it out in the description below. Oh, we can do both. Um, well, you can always call me 
Now, I may not answer right off the bat, but leave me a message or send me a text and I will call you back as long as you tell me who you are and what you want. If you want to leave your phone number, you can give your phone number out here. But I would say anybody that is texting or calling, make sure you give your first name, your last name, your reason for reaching out. Mm -hmm. Don't just say Okay. Yeah, yeah, please don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, I can save my phone number there, but they're probably not gonna remember it. So, um, you can put that on the um podcast notes. Okay. Um, email, of course, Nancy at Powell Property Pros dot com. Um, on Facebook, um, I'm um. And Instagram, you can pretty much find me anywhere by Nancy Powell, um, Powell and Associates or um, on Instagram. I'm downtown Augusta Broker. Um, and that's really all I do right now. Um, I do Instagram and I do um, Facebook and my children are trying to get me involved in TikTok, but I don't really think I like it. So, <laughs> I just thought, you know, it's like, what? I just, because it sucks me in so bad that yeah. I can only imagine having my own platform. Like, that's all I'd be doing. I wouldn't get any work done. So, um, I mean, I've literally sat there and just was watching one. Then I went to the other and an hour later is like, what have I done the past hour? But um, but anyway, uh, maybe maybe in the future, maybe they'll come out with a new fun platform to socialize yourself with others. <laughs> well, if you're watching or listening, like, comment, and subscribe. If you have any questions, comment. I'll get back to you right away. Um, we're on Spotify, Google. Apple podcast and we'll be on YouTube too at connect with Dom across all platforms so you can find it there but thank you Nancy I really appreciate you getting on thank you I enjoyed it I look forward to sharing more down the road <laughs>